Good morning, everyone. This is your Pop Alarm for Monday, February 7th, 2022, presented by Betches Media. I'm Dylan Hafer. Kanye and Kim's co-parenting drama on Instagram stretched into the weekend. After the two initially traded jabs over the subject of North's TikTok account last week. In numerous posts over the weekend, Kanye pushed back on some of Kim's claims, including that she is the primary provider for their children, and he asserted that he's not being allowed to see the children when he wants. He also posted a screenshot of TikTok's terms and conditions, which states that children under the age of 13 aren't allowed to use the main version of the app. For what it's worth, the bio of North's TikTok account states that it's managed by an adult, but I still can understand why Kanye might have concerns about his daughter's social media usage. But I also know that all of this public messiness can't possibly be good for the kids, and Kanye has continued to post while Kim has stayed silent since her initial Instagram story on Friday calling out Kanye. Ye posted screenshots of text messages that he says are from one of Kim's cousins, who says that she agrees with him about the TikTok issue, and then proceeds to ask a question about how she can get her hands on a specific pair of Yeezy shoes. If these texts are real, you kind of have to admire the hustle from that cousin. But the most salacious claims made by Kanye came on Sunday, when he wrote in a caption that, quote, Yesterday Kim accused me of putting a hit out on her. He repeated this later in the caption after bringing up other incidents where he says he was wrongfully accused of stealing and being on drugs. It's unclear where this part is coming from, but Kim certainly hasn't said anything publicly about Kanye trying to have her killed. At this point, the only thing that feels clear is that someone needs to take Kanye's Instagram away, but it doesn't seem like there's anyone in his life that's really going to step in like that. Things with Ye are getting darker by the day, and with an album supposedly dropping in two weeks, we're going to be hearing a lot more from him this month. In a letter to mark the 70th anniversary of her accession to the throne, Queen Elizabeth thanked her subjects and expressed excitement for the Platinum Jubilee celebrations that are planned to take place later this year. In addition, she reaffirmed her commitment to service that she first pledged all the way back in 1947. But the most noteworthy part of her letter was when she shifted her focus to the future, saying that when the time comes, she expects the British people to give Charles and Camilla the same support they've given her. Then she specified that it is her, quote, sincere wish that, when that time comes, Camilla will be known as Queen Consort as she continues her own loyal service. It might seem like common sense that the wife of the future king would be the future queen, but in this case, Queen Elizabeth's declaration is actually huge news. As you may have heard once or twice, Prince Charles used to be married to a woman named Diana, and people kind of had strong feelings about her. Therefore, when Charles wed Camilla in 2005, there was public resistance to the marriage, and to avoid further issues, it was decided that Camilla wouldn't use the Princess of Wales title, and that when Charles became king eventually, she would be known as the Princess Consort, rather than the traditional Queen Consort title. Princess Consort isn't a term with any kind of precedent, they basically just made it up for her, but as recently as 2020, the royal family confirmed that this was still the official plan. So it is pretty noteworthy that more than 15 years later, the Queen has officially said fuck it and decided that she should have the title anyway. I know it's not trendy to be Team Camilla, but I kind of feel like after all these years, she earned this W. 
And things with Joe Rogan have gone from bad to worse. After a resurfaced video showed the podcast host saying the N-word more than 20 times in various clips from past episodes of his show. Rogan has recently been a magnet for controversy based on questionable COVID claims made on his show, but he didn't just suddenly become problematic during the pandemic. In an apology posted on Saturday, Rogan called the video, quote, the most regretful and shameful thing I've ever had to talk about publicly, and said that he used to think it was okay to say the word when it was in the context of repeating a quote or telling a specific story. For reference, Joe Rogan started his podcast way back in 2009, when it was, wait, let me check my notes, oh yeah, still not okay for white people to say the N-word. It's unclear what, if anything, Spotify will do to address this new controversy, but it was discovered that the service has quietly pulled down more than 100 old episodes of Rogan's show, including episodes with right-wing figures Alex Jones and Milo Yiannopoulos and Proud Boys co-founder Gavin McInnes. What an iconic lineup of absolutely awful people. And on Sunday, Kylie Jenner announced the birth of her second child with Travis Scott sharing a photo of her holding the baby's hand. Details are still scarce, but the baby was born on February 2nd, and based on the blue heart emoji in the caption, it seems safe to assume that the baby is a boy. I know gender is a social construct, but I don't think Kylie Jenner is that creative with her emoji choices. For more Pop Alarm, be sure to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen. And you can follow me on Instagram at Dylan Hafer for more entertainment stories. Until tomorrow, I'm Dylan Hafer, and now you're pop cultured. Betches.